This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Aloha, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? We start every conversation with this question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to be talking about a brother-sister duo that Katy Perry described, and I quote, You are talented beyond belief. Incredible songwriters like should be signed right now. That's going to be your future really, 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 really soon. We are thrilled to welcome American Idol alumni, singers, songwriters, Ammon and Leahona O'Lion. Welcome to PBS Hawaii. Oh, thank, thank you so you much for having us. Oh, wow, what a, what, a, what, a, what a great, we're humbled to have you here, oh, both thank of you. you. Um, before I get started, I have to ask, as we do every guest, what school you went? I went to a couple of schools, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, high school. Yes. High school, school I went. I went to Orem High in Utah. Or, in yeah, I went to Orem High School, too, in Utah. That's the home of, they're very good football teams over there. Yeah, right? yeah, super good. Home of the Tigers, yeah. I think every year I was there, we won state championships. Back to back to back. To back yeah. You're a big dude. You play football? Uh, yeah, I did. What? And then I played running back and safety, so I played uh, both sides. Awesome. Yeah, but then I injured my shoulder, and then that's what kind of got me into music. So a long time for a long time, I thought music was for the, the weak guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah so. terrible. Mom would not be happy yeah, with that. Yeah, bad, bad, <laughs> Anybody but. is concert glee, but no, you. But it opened the door to a different world. Yeah. So isn't that something? Yeah, it's crazy. isn't that something? I know a lot of local kids uh, moved to Orem or Utah mm-hmm. to, yeah. to play there, and I know I know they've done they do great things and produce great young student athletes. But mm-hmm. good to have you both here. Uh, I would ask you to sing your alma mater since you both went to Orem. <laughs> Maybe sing a, a verse. <laughs> Do you even know it? <laughs> Do you even know it? Roar for her It's like high. roar for Orem High. Our team is ready for the fray. Roar your battle cry. The blue and gold win today. So score for OHS. That's all I remember. Okay, pretty good. And you have this percussion with it too. Thanks, Em. I appreciate that. Em, 19 years old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Honda, you're 18. Yes. Oldest of nine children. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. Mom and dad, wow. Busy. Yes. <laughs> Never quiet, that's Never for quiet. sure. <laughs> I bet. Uh, you know, before we dive into a little bit of your history as well as your incredible success, um, what's that like growing up with that many siblings in, in a home? Um, There's... That, that's like... Yeah, that's yeah. a so lot. like chaos to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely always something to do for sure. It's hard to find peace and quiet in a house like that. So when we do have it in the very rare moment, it feels weird for our family because it's usually always so loud. So when it's quiet, I'm like, ooh, who's in trouble? What yeah. Happened? Well, I had a couple of friends who were like their only only child. So when I'd go to their house, it was like super quiet, and I always felt weird. So I always told them that like, like how do you live like this? Because there's always a lot of noise and girls. They're super dramatic, and I got six sisters, so they're oh always says you. They're always talking <laughs> so much. Girls love to talk, so yeah, it's always loud, but it's always fun. There's always something to do, so yeah. Yeah, really a lot fun. of help though. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hands. 
yeah. definitely help a lot now. And we're definitely all really close to each other despite our age gaps because he and our youngest baby, who's one, and he's 19, so they're 18 years apart. So you're the you are the eldest yeah. of, the, yeah. of the group. Leah looks of the older. group. I should be older, <laughs> but well, you're a I woman, guess so you're more mature. Sister. You know, as no, boys. No, no, no. <laughs> got switched around at birth. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, um, if you folks don't mind, share with me the early days of. of of growing up, you folks did live on Hawaii Island, mm -hmm. yes, and we did. Uh, a tough time. You folks had some tough times on Hawaii Island. Maybe oh, if you don't mind sure. sharing. Yes, um, I mean when we were super young, I just remember going to Kotalina a lot. Um, we went to the lagoons. We always, uh, I remember catching crabs a oh lot too. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we tried to catch crabs like the biggest. Yeah, Leah, the Leah was a wimp though. Every time she caught I a crab, I was so good. What cry. are you talking I about? I mean, the they time. did give me some pinches sometimes, but. I swear I still won during that time. Yeah, and then on the big island, I remember uh, we lived in a tent for, well, a month and a half, something yeah. like that. And we moved there because we were living in Hawaii at the time, and there were six kids total. Well, living in Utah. I mean, yeah, we were living in Utah at the time. There were six kids total. We were all going to a private school, so academic-wise and sports-wise and music-wise, we were always doing stuff that would separate us from each other. So I barely saw him. He barely saw me. We'd always get in fights whenever we'd see each other. Yeah, and so true. my parents just felt really helpless and didn't really know what to do. So sure enough, my mom you know, was like, okay, we gotta go back to our roots. We gotta go back to the start of it all. So we moved to the Big Island two months later, sold everything, took two suitcases and went to the Big Island and lived in a tent. And man, was that time so hard. Actually, for like the first couple of weeks, I thought it was fun because it was like camping and stuff. So I didn't think it was that bad. But you then, don't think it was going to be a permanent stay, do yeah, you? Yeah, we never thought, like, this is what we're going to do for, what, like a year and a half? Yeah, we like, thought we'd be there time. and then be like, okay, let's go back home to our normal life that we usually have. But no, my mom, she gave us the news. She's like, nope, we're staying here. It's <laughs> well, like, getting, what? Talk about getting uh, back to the roots of it all. Yeah. So, but, yes, we definitely, we definitely lived off the Aina. We bought goats. We milked goats. We had chickens, you know. Yeah, papaya farms, picked papayas, like, every day. So, yeah, yeah we were healthy. Wow. I, not that yeah, we were no so McDonald's. <laughs> none of that. The what? Wonderful, I know. <laughs> what was your parents thinking? I know, of? I yeah. know. No fast food, none of that stuff. And we had to work a lot because my dad was a person that flipped houses. So we had to learn a lot of hard work, did a lot of yard work too, and just became closer as a family through, um, you know, working off the land and getting close to our mm -hmm. Hawaiian heritage again. Uh, discovered music then too, did you mm -hmm. not? Yeah, so I remember that day, I remember it was a rainy Sunday and I was just laying down, and, you know, you can relax, at least I feel <laughs> like you can, but my dad saw me and he's like, oh, quit being lazy. like. You know, go try something new. How's about you go write a song? And he was joking, but I thought, you know, he's being serious. So being a obedient son, <laughs> I went to go uh, write a song. And then a couple hours, I came back and I uh, showed it to Leah. And that kind of inspired her to start writing music, too. So yeah. I think I'm Leah's inspiration. So. <laughs> oh, my. I mean, he is, but I'll never say it. <laughs> yeah, you just did, Leah. I'll Sorry. Just, yeah, we're not talking it. about You just said it. Say it's it. It's on the record. So let's fast forward a little bit because that grew. And before you know it, you folks realize, wow, we got something here, uh, individually but also as a duo. Mm -hmm. um, take, us, take us on that decision eventually, uh, I mean, after high school, and then the decision to go to San Diego to audition for such an iconic music program that has launched many careers. 
Yeah, our parents always knew that we had talent in writing. I mean, Ammon and I just did it for fun, really, because he was still focused on football. Yeah. I had, you know, musical talents because I grew up classically trained in piano, so that's where my head was. So both of us were in different mindsets, but we would write music for fun, but I remember this one song I sang. It was in eighth grade. There was this competition called Falcon Idol for a oh, junior yeah, high. I remember it that. was It was a mini American <laughs> Idol, I guess you could say. And my mom just wanted us to try out, so we did. And I wrote this song called Queen of the World. It was something for a friend about, you know, insecurities and being beautiful just the way you are. And we won the grand prize that night. And yeah, so I, that. I swear Wait, my mom had this. You were writing songs in the seventh grade? I was writing songs. Yeah, ever since, like, what, 13 years old? Like it's... You were 13, I was oh, yeah, 12. I was yeah, wow. so ever so since then we started. But, yeah, after that, I think something clicked in my mom's brain and then, Sure enough, two years later, she was looking on Google for a way for us to get more exposure. And because of COVID, that was the first time American Idol did virtual auditions. So she said, hey, why don't you guys try out for American Idol, you know, since you did a Falcon, I don't want. And Ammon and I didn't really think anything of it. We were like, okay. So we go and we send in an audition tape of our original song that we wrote together for the first time. And 24 hours later, they just come back and they say, oh, we want you, like, to skip all the other <coughs> auditions and come to San Diego in two weeks. Because I didn't know that you have to go through what, yeah, like six, six other auditions? auditions before you even get on yeah. TV. So. But they saw something. Yeah, yep. we only did like one or two, and then we skipped all the rest. <laughs> and and then the next thing you know, we were flying to San Diego and in the first audition with the celebrity judges. And it happened so fast. It's kind of yeah. still hard to believe. Yeah, it still, it still feels like a dream every time I think about <laughs> it. Because it's like so crazy. But, yeah. You folks look awfully comfortable. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Thank Seriously. You. We had each other. Yeah, <laughs> it was good moral support. I don't yeah. think I could have gone in there alone. But So walking into, let's take take us, take the audio podcast listeners into that room of these massive superstars um, when you saw them for the first time and then had to actually sing yeah. in front of them. The experience was so nerve-wracking. Well, because on TV, the room kind of looks small, like when you're watching on TV, but... You um, walk in. When you're there, there's these massive double doors you open, and when you walk in, it's a big, warehouse. huge warehouse with 40 cameras like circling around these you. These lights, lights are just and you're in the very everywhere. middle with the the big star. Or whatever and you're on like the already sweating. So then you yeah. get into these lights, and you're like drenched by that time. And then the the celebrity judges, the ground they're on is a little higher than what you're on. So it's like they're looking down at you. In yeah. some way. <laughs> and I'm like, is this Judgment Day or oh, something? Right. Like this I'm not crazy. ready. <laughs> But yeah, I just remember, and um, yeah, I was really nervous because Leah, she's musically or classically trained, whatever, and I just go with like what I feel when I'm writing music, so I don't really have a format. He doesn't know any of the notes, the music yeah, composition, like, whatever, like what the none of the vocabulary, so he's like, oh, means. just play that note. I was like, oh, you mean a C sharp major? He's like, yeah, whatever that is, play it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. See, so she was classically trained, you had the ear. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he learns a lot of things by ear, which is awesome, yeah, and I'm awesome. like, because no, he can catch on too, really yeah. quickly, so... It's good because if he didn't have that ear, I'd be like, man, this is going to well, be junk, so hard. <laughs> you guys nailed it. Oh, thank you guys you. really thank nailed you. it. And, and not only did Katy Perry say those incredible compliments, but all the judges were, were high on both of you yeah. uh, and knew that something special was there. Just uh, when, you, when they said you're, you're through, what, what was that feeling like? Was, I mean, you didn't need confirmation already because you had that. Um, but what was that like? It was... In that moment, it was like a relief, honestly, because I was like, please, please make it through. And then they're like, you're going to Hollywood. I was like, oh, yeah. this huge burden just lifted off of me. But at the same time, 
in that moment, I think Ammon and I were really excited to see that what we, that talent that we had found all those years ago, people actually liked and it could actually be used for something. Because in that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, I just okay, I think real, we can like, do we this. We actually do this. Like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is something we could really do. So, And I think like, that's you know, when we fell in love with wanting to do this career for the rest of our lives. Very yeah. cool. Standing ovations and, and Luke Bryan and... And now that that song, it was an original. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Who wrote that song? We both did. We both did. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the name of the, t the title changed. Yeah. yeah. Right? It changed a couple times. Okay. I have no idea why, but. Well, <laughs> listen, listen to my heart, but now it's something else if, if you go to YouTube. Yeah. It, I don't want to be, be alone. Yeah, I don't want to be alone. And that's the last time we changed yeah. it. That's Final. the only one. Final, Final answer. <laughs> Final uh, answer. What, what, is, what kind of, I mean, you're talking millions of mm -hmm. views. How, how many, what are we at now? 14, 15 million. Oh, what? There. Yeah. Uh, like 10 million. <laughs> no. Okay, the, when I wrote my script for you folks, it was at 11 million. Oh, it was at 11? So now okay. it's 15, 14, 15? Somewhere around there. That's what my Amazing. mom said. For wow. Game, so. Amazing. You know, the, uh, YouTube, some guy named, uh, I forget his name, uh, Justin Bieber, I think was his name. Uh, he was dis he was discovered on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, was was video. it? Who discovered him? Help me, guys. Was it Scooter? Was it Scooter Brown. Usher. Thank you. Usher. Oh, yeah, Usher. Yeah, Usher. Usher said, "Wow, this guy's got talent." Um, here you folks are with 14, 15 million hits on on a song that you both wrote. That's yeah. insane. It's That's crazy. Insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I bet you it's been a whirlwind since. Definitely, yeah, especially this year. Definitely a lot Lots of performing. We just finished our first album, and it's on CD. And we finished our first single. We just released it on YouTube, and I think it has over, what, 6 million yeah, views? Yeah, 6 million views. And it's all for you. Yeah, it was super exciting, and the process of making that video was so cool as well. So American Idol, you folks did not win the competition. Mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> but, boy, did it serve as a, a launching pad to incredible things. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely learned a lot of things too, right? Yeah, it definitely helped me a lot. Yeah, what did, what did you learn during the experience? So, I mean, performing and competition and anxiety, waiting, hurry up, yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Hurry up and wait. Oh hurry up gosh. and wait. Yeah, that was, I think that was the hardest part. But also, it was good for performing-wise because when you perform live and perform in front of cameras, it's totally different. And so mm. that's something that we really learned. We learned about vocal training for the first time, too, because Ammon and I have never been vocally trained until this yeah, past recent year. But during American Idol, they told us, oh, yeah, you're... You need performance coaches, you need vocal coaches in order to do that. So they taught us that too. And just to keep writing music as well, because of how much people watched our first audition, we were, we realized yeah. like, yeah, let's write more music. Uh, American Idol definitely helped me to kind of get out of my head, like I said, because I didn't really do music growing up as much as Leah. So all those people there, they lived music their whole life since mm -hmm. they're like three or four, and they're all super good at the instruments there are like so I taught myself more how talented. to play instruments yeah. yeah oh there's some really good people yeah there. honestly sometimes I don't know how we made it through but <laughs> no, no, no no we good and you know you're from the islands and that story that you folks shared to us is, is is very powerful as well and here you folks are now um you know your, your careers are just getting started really but you've already made a name for yourselves and yeah, uh, you're making Hawaii proud I mean oh, your, your roots you. are here yeah, I mean your mom you. Uh, I could probably spend a podcast talking about your mom's success in music uh, right. at, at Kamehameha Schools and, and yeah, your definitely. very talented family. Um, Thank you. On, on your grandparents to your uncles, they all they were all very talented. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a couple of questions, and I want to thank you. And, and folks, if you're listening to this, 
the Alliance duo is going to be singing on our digital exclusives for us, and, and I think they've agreed to play a song challenge. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, <laughs> have you ever tried that? No. I mean, I've watched them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I do good at it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited to hear that one. We had one day, we had Robert Casimiro and Kuana Torres Kaheli do it. Wow. You go oh, look it online. It's, it's, it's funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And I love the chemistry that you both share. Um, so I, can, I think you're going to do well. A uh, couple more questions and, and more back to your style of music. What would, would you, what would you describe it? I mean, you folks got a little bit of everything in there, right? Yeah, I'd yeah. say mainly it's like R&B, pop, and hip-hop. Between those three, I'd say it's a mix of all those. Yeah, kinda. we we do definitely incorporate island vibes into it, though, because yeah, that's true. we like to write a lot of simple, you know, beautiful tunes. And that's what I love about the Hawaiian culture. They always talk about the land and family and how amazing life is. And that's what we incorporate into our music. So it's all thanks to, you know, our Hawaiian heritage and everything it's taught us. Right. And, you're very, and, you, and you're, you have uh, tremendous faith. In, in what you folks do, but also in the paths that you folks have chosen. Uh, really, you didn't choose it. It's predetermined in some ways. Chose yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, you know, from humble beginnings on Oahu in preschool years and then Hawaii Island uh, where you folks lived in a tent. Yeah. Uh, and then here you are today on the, on the verge of stardom. Um, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. It. You know, you, you, I'm glad I got to meet both of you. Yeah. Uh, seeing you folks on TV and on social media, YouTube, and then to see you in person, I'm kind of starstruck. Um, but good luck to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Last it. Last question. What are your goals? What's the ultimate goal for both of you and together, uh, individually? Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to stick together. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. Never separate. <laughs> nah, we're going to have three hit songs. That's what I believe. Three. Okay, I'm going to have way more than that. <laughs> We're going to sing in sold-out stadiums, worldwide tours. That's where yeah, I see our ultimate world. goal. I think we're going to Southeast Asia, actually, mm -hmm. in like three months or something like no that. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Just awesome. to make the world a better place through our music. Yeah, keep spreading good music. Leave wow. good legacies. Good for you. You folks are on your way. Yes. Do me a favor. When you guys start selling out stadiums, don't forget about us. Yeah, never. <laughs> never, yeah. never. We'll yeah. give you some box tickets. Right yeah. We'll you on stage if you like. Hey, I can sing. I just, yeah. you know, I mean, class of 1983, we didn't win song contests like your mom did. Uh, but I can sing. That's all that I matters. Believe That's believe all you. that matters. Imoa, proud of you guys and, and continued success. Okay. Mahalo nui for joining us, folks. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> I'm not going to sing, I promise. Join us next week for another episode of What School You Went. Until then. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.